The Evolve Network is now live at evolvenetwork.tv. Subscribe for meal plans, recipes, cooking shows, and our very own The Magic Pill and The Magic Plant, as well as access to my favorite documentaries. The Evolve Network is also home to our full library of podcasts, with new release podcasts airing first and in full on the channel. You can also watch selected vodcasts in a video format. Meanwhile, enjoy this highlight of our podcast and head over to evolvenetwork.tv for the full Evolve podcast experience. The Evolve with Pete Evans podcast is a conversation about my favorite ingredients for a healthy human experience. We take an informed look at topics that include nutritional and emotional well-being as well as expanded consciousness. I love exploring the topics that are not traditionally taught at school and take a deep dive into them with my special guests. I invite you to sit back and come along for the ride with an open mind and heart and please share with your family and friends as these podcasts may just be the seed from which many things will flourish from. Cheers. We've been using Waters Co. water filters for the last 10 years and I wholeheartedly trust my family's health with them. Waters Co., established 1977, have personal and domestic water filters, which turns your ordinary tap water into great tasting, alkaline, ionized mineral water, which removes up to 99.9% of fluoride, heavy metals, chemicals and bacteria, so you can love your tap water again. The Bio 1000 is the latest edition of the BMP 1000 model and the culmination of over 40 years of experience and research into water filtration by some of the world's leading scientists. Watersco was first to market with natural gravity-fed systems, creating alkaline water way back in 1984 and have continued to lead the market in research and development, setting the benchmark for all other brands to follow. Please go to my webpage, PeteEvans.com, to learn more and to receive your special discount from my link on the products page. You're going to love it. Today's guest is Chloe Weber, who is an expert on cannabis as well as Chinese medicine. To learn more about Chloe Weber, please visit her websites, Remy's Revenge at R-E-M-Y-S-R-E-V-E-N-G-E, and also Radical Roots, which is RadicalRootsHerbs.com. That's R-A-D-I-C-A-L-R-W-T-S-H-E-R-B-S.com. Chloe, thank you so much for joining us. How are you, sister? I'm good. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm really excited to talk with you. I want to be the student, so um, and I guess everybody else that's listening too is in the position of students, and you're going to take us on an adventure of not only Chinese medicine, but the combination of Chinese medicine and herbs mixed with cannabis. And probably we should probably should talk about that. I don't know about if you know the history of it, but cannabis was widely used throughout Chinese medicine as well, wasn't it? Cannabis has been widely used throughout Chinese medicine. What's interesting is that they did differentiate hemp from marijuana or hemp from, well, it's all cannabis, but hemp from marijuana and the different actions of it, as well as the different actions of the flower versus the seed. So it's been used for thousands of years in our uh, traditional pharmacopoeia. So it's pretty cool that it's coming back. And it was one of the reasons why I found it so interesting to look at it through the lens of 
Chinese medicine so that we could really potentiate the actions and use it the way that we traditionally use our herbs, which is as whole plant medicine used together. So it's not just one plant for one ailment or one plant for one, you know, like it's not the one-to-one correlation that we're used to. It's using different plants together to really potentiate the actions and honor the ecology and the actions within the body so that we're really treating, you know, not only the symptoms, but the underlying causes as well. Well, take us on this journey because over the last five years with CBD oil has, you know, become a buzzword. And I went on the journey to discover the cannabis plant with our film, The Magic Plant. And I discovered that CBD was like one tiny, 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 tiny part of the the plant itself. And everybody that I spoke to says, the scientists, the researchers, the doctors, the, the, the chemists behind, they were saying, you know, CBD is just one out of 144 different um, cannabinoids. And mm-hmm. focusing on one just seems to be... I don't want to use the word immature, but just missing the point of this whole plant, so to speak. So, and I don't want to put words in and and disrespect anybody's work. So can you take us on the journey of what is cannabis and uh, slash hemp or marijuana? And then the work, let's just start with that. And then, as you said, the work that you're doing by blending that or mixing it or combining it with other herbs so that you have a stronger effect to really deal with certain issues or diseases that people may have. Okay. All right. So, so cannabis is really the umbrella. It's the family that this plant is in. And then you've got hemp is any cannabis that's bred to have less than 0.3% THC. So it's a really arbitrary cutoff and it's different in different countries. So in the States it's 0.3%. I think most places it's either 0.3 or 0.2%. Um, it's always such a headache because I'm like, can I send my CBD there or can I not? And then I also can't say CBD. So just for those of you who are looking for high quality products, you should know that on our labels and most labels, it'll say full spectrum hemp or some sort of dodgy work around actually saying CBD because CBD is used as an isolate as a pharmaceutical. So it can't be sold as a supplement anymore. So you can't really market it that way. So it's, it's really been quite the headache trying to, uh, to create a really superior supplement brand that does incorporate hemp into it. But I'm going off on a totally different tangent on that. So anyway, so there's hemp is when there's less than 0.3% THC. And so you can use hemp. There's industrial hemp, which can be used for all sorts of things. We can use it to make clothing. We can use it to make, I think we can run our cars with it. I mean, there's all sorts of things that you can do with industrial hemp. And one of the things that I love the most about the hemp plant is that it also cleans the environment. So when hemp farming is done correctly, it's gonna pull out toxins from the earth and it's actually gonna potentiate topsoil, which is a massive problem um, for for our farmers and for our society going forward, I think. I think last I heard, we have about 60 years of topsoil left, somewhere around there. So, you know, hemp is a really incredible plant, something we've evolved with, again, for thousands to millions of years. Um, And then marijuana is really just, it's a cannabis plant that has higher levels of THC. So THC is a psychotropic cannabinoid. So that's going to act directly on the CB1 receptors in the brain. So we have different receptors for the cannabinoids. we have this endocannabinoid system in our body 
that is really just a master regulatory system and it keeps everything in balance. So we make our own cannabinoids and those are called in, uh, endogenous cannabinoids. So that's anandamide and then 2-AG. And those cannabinoids um, regulate the endocannabinoid system. When we get stressed, we use up these cannabinoids and then they're broken down. So instead of like, if you're using up a hormone in your body, it's normally reused or proteins are refolded and then reused. Instead of that happening with our endogenous cannabinoids, when we get stressed out, we use our endogenous cannabinoids and then they're broken down by an enzyme. So they're not used and we sort of run through our stores. So I think that that's one of the reasons why CBD and cannabis medicine has been so profoundly helpful for our society since we've all been running under such a deficient state with so much stress, we've used up so much of our endogenous cannabinoids, we need this external supplementation. Um, but yeah, I'm just rambling, going into all sorts of different tangents about this. No, it, it, it's awesome. Keep going. <laughs> it's just, it's such a fascinating plant. It's so much fun to study and it's so interesting how it works within the body. But as you were saying, you know, THC and CBD are two cannabinoids. And, you know, when I started the company, I think they were estimating that there were about 112 cannabinoids in the hemp plant or cannabis plant. And now they're saying closer to 150. My manufacturer does this crazy alchemical spagyric extraction techniques. And when they do some of the testing from that, we've seen cannabinoids come up that have never been seen or named before. So I'm sure that there's so much more. And then, you know, as you heat or change the plant, um, the cannabinoids have different actions in different forms. So it's, it's really an incredible science. And as you said, just taking CBD as an isolate <laughs> is really, really limiting. And, and it's interesting because as I was saying, there's now the pharmaceutical drug that's made from CBD um, that's used for epilepsy. And that drug is called Epilotix. And there's research studies showing that Epilotix is um, has seven times the, the rate of adverse reactions as just straight hemp extract. And it also takes seven, about seven times as much of the pharmaceutical isolate in order to achieve a comparable uh, seizure threshold reduction. So it's, the whole plant is definitely greater than the parts. So it's, it's really fun and it's really exciting to see where we're going to go with the medicine as we, as we learn more about the other cannabinoids. Let's put it into perspective then, because you've, you study and you practice Chinese medicine. Is there, are there any Chinese herbs or medicines that do the same thing as what you're talking about, where they pull out a constituent such as CBD and isolate it and only use that? Or is Chinese medicine all about using parts of the plant or whole plant. Explain it to us in comparison, if, we, if you can. So Chinese medicine, we, we basically have 400 Chinese herbs that we use typically, 350, 400. And then we have some classical formulas that have been passed down through hundreds, thousands, you know, hundreds to thousands of years, depending on who you know, the, the herbalist was. So these formulas are using whole parts of plants and we put them together. And, you know, anybody who's been to Chinatown, you see these crazy Chinese herb shops. And if you go in, you stick out your tongue, they take your pulse and you'll leave with a bag of herbs. And you go home, you put that bag of herbs into a pot, you boil it, you chug it down. It's disgusting most of the time, especially if it's for a cold or a flu. 
but it works really well. I mean, they really are essentially customizable pharmaceuticals that are incredibly safe and effective and have been used for thousands of years and studied for thousands of years. Um, but we never, we never take an isolate out in traditional Chinese medicine. It's really using the whole plant and honoring that. And then on top of that, it's using the herbs together so that they can create a dynamic system within the body. So, you know, we never have one system in isolation. You know, we never have one symptom in isolation. So if you have a headache, you know, where is that headache coming from? Um, is it coming from stress? Is it coming from digestive disharmony? Is it coming from, you know, what, what else is out of balance? Let's figure that out and then let's support your whole system so we're not just putting a Band-Aid on top of whatever's going on. Let's talk about then how, before we go into what you do as one of your businesses, let's talk about how you were introduced into this, into this world of not only cannabis, but also Chinese medicine and your journey so far. Oh man. So it's, <laughs> it's a bit of a convoluted tale, but I guess they all are. Um, so actually when I was 15, I went on a hiking and whitewater rafting trip to Costa Rica and came back and had cutaneous leishmaniasis, uh, which is a rare tropical disease. I was one of the first people in uh, Costa Rica that that contracted that. So it led me to study ecology and evolutionary biology because I was really fascinated in how our actions in terms of global warming or, you know, climates or pollution and deforestation were affecting how disease was spreading throughout the world. And then I got out of college and realized that obviously you can't get a job in ecology and evolutionary <laughs> biology. And um, ultimately was led to Chinese medicine because I really had a passion for public health. And, you know, as I was saying before, I really, while pharmaceuticals have their place and are important and Western medicine certainly has its place, um, I had learned a lot about nutritional therapy and really fell in love with that and, and how powerful that can be. And, you know, then taking that to the next step, I really look at Chinese herbs as, you know, <laughs> kind of nutritional, nutritional ther therapy on steroids. Um, you know, we use a lot of foods and herbs, you know, a lot of foods and spices in our, in our herbal formulas. So ultimately, I, I decided to study Chinese medicine sort of through the lens of public health and how we can use Chinese medicine, particularly Chinese herbal medicine. Um, for public health interventions. So I started a, a nonprofit sliding scale herb clinic doing that in sort of the hood in Denver. And that was a tremendous amount of fun. It was really funny to see people come in and just their eyes would bug out. It's, you know, a traditional pharmacy like I was describing before. Um, but ultimately I left that. My son, Remy, who's now six and a half, who's just the cutest, craziest little kid you'll ever meet. Uh, was diagnosed with a rare genetic disorder called STXBP1. Um, so Remy has global delays, he's cognitively disabled. He just started walking this year, which is just absolutely amazing. I mean, every single minute of therapy and every dollar and every hoop we've jumped through to get him there has been 100% worth it. But, uh, you know, he's got epilepsy and Parkinsonian like tremors, all all sorts of challenges. And so when he got diagnosed as an herbalist, I started looking at the seizure medications that were out there. And I was really 
terrified, honestly, because so many of the seizure medications have just such severe side effects. You know, they're really trying to dull neuroconnectivity. And here I have a child who, you know, was barely sitting at a year old and didn't crawl till he was three and, you know, was doing 20 hours of <laughs> early intervention at one. Um, so I, I certainly didn't want to dull his neuroconnectivity. So then that led me to the journey of cannabis and um, looking into hemp. And now I live in Colorado where we can start exploring with using more THC, which is really important for a lot of seizure disorders. Um, but I, I had wanted somebody to make a superior hemp line <laughs> for quite a while. And I, I stopped my feet for a bit and I begged a couple of companies to let me write them formulas because I just really felt like everybody was doing this one size fits all model. And that's just not really that's not what herbal medicine is to me. So, so finally I got stubborn enough and created the line that we have now. And the line is called? Oh, I'm really good at selling my products. Um, it's called uh, Radical Roots. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, it's Radical Roots. We combine Chinese herbs with complete spectrum hemp and it's, it's really beautifully grown hemp. It's, you know, as I was saying, we do a lot of respect for the, the growing method. It's uh, close to no-till farming techniques. The farmer really just takes eight, uh, eight plants that are natural cover crops native to Colorado and then cycles them so that it can potentiate the different mineral contents in the soil. I mean, it's just, it's a beautiful ecosystem and one I could never accomplish. I can barely keep a plant alive, but my farmer is brilliant. And he, you know, he goes up and gets spring water to water the plants. It just, it makes me so happy. Um, and then we, we do a crazy alchemical extraction technique called spagyrics where they, um, I don't know, have you ever heard of spagyrics? Yeah, I have. It's basically where nothing goes to waste, so to speak. Nothing goes to waste. Yeah. It's um, so we tincture the, the herbs and the hemp together in this organic grape alcohol. And so in this tradition, that's considered the spirits of the plant. And then they burn the, the plants afterwards for six to eight ash, six to eight hours. And then from the ashes, I mean, my, my manufacturer is just absolutely brilliant, but he, reconstitutes the minerals and the salts from the ashes and puts them back together into the tincture. So it's this crazy chemical reaction that happens. And then when you're looking at it spiritually, you're bringing the body and the spirit back together. So it's really, you know, you can get super esoteric with it. You can get really chemical with it and you can get into the physics, but it's they really have created superior products to anything that I've ever seen. And, um, you know, and then we combine them with Chinese herbal formulas that potentiate the action. So what I did was look at kind of what we started with was the five main things that people are looking to use hemp for. So that's pain management, which just a side note, hemp has been incredible on getting so many people off of opioids. And that's something that's so important. And also one of the reasons why there's significant stranglehold on the industry right now in some ways. Um, but so one for pain management, uh, one for insomnia and anxiety, uh, that's our rest and relax. That's our best seller. I'm sure you can imagine, uh, Remy's revenge is the formula that I created for my son. That's for neurological conditions, which in Chinese medicine, we consider those wind conditions. Um, and then we've got, what else do we have one for just general vitality. That's our revive and, um, 
I think we have one more. Oh, we have one that just doesn't have any Chinese herbs in it. It's just straight hemp. So we really looked at sort of the underlying patterns within Chinese medicine that present as these common ailments. So, you know, like with insomnia, insomnia can be caused by, uh, you know, again, it could be stress. It could be that monkey mind where you can't turn your mind off in Chinese medicine. That has to do with your digestion. Stress has to do with more lack of movement and free flow of chi throughout the body. So we've sort of looked at those different patterns to try and make a really safe formula that was going to potentiate the actions and make sure that people were going to get the help that they were looking for if they're, you know, investing in our products. How's the journey been for you so far? Man, uh, it's been, I mean, it's been amazing. It's, it's been a wild ride. It's, uh, as with everything, it's had its ups and downs. I, everything sort of fell in place in terms of the products and in terms of starting to get it out. Um, acupuncturists in the States use them a ton. Uh, the farmer and everything in terms of the products came together so incredibly beautifully. Our, our Chinese herbs are bought from a good friend who does really clean Chinese herbs. The problem, the headaches have come from, you know, you can't market on Instagram or Facebook. And we had, I think our first year, our credit card processor was shut down four times. And, you know, I live in fear of, you know, did I sort of say something on my website that might be construed as making a claim? Um, you know, it's, there really are a lot of little hurdles that you have to jump over and trip ups that there are in terms of the industry, especially if you're, I mean, we're, I'm, I'm not financed by anybody, you know, like we're a, a bootstrap in small business. So I suppose if I had a ton of money and a team that could find their way around things like that, it would probably be a lot easier. But as somebody who's just, you know, an herbalist and a mom who's really trying to put out the best products that she, that I can, I mean, genuinely, um, it's, it's not quite as simple as you would think, or as I expected it to be. <laughs> Are you allowed to talk about any success stories then from your customers, clients, patients, maybe even that? I really hope you enjoyed the first half of this podcast. If you'd like to listen to the rest, please visit evolvenetwork.tv. That's evolvenetwork.tv. We'll see you there. The information views and opinions expressed in this podcast should not be treated as a substitute for nutritional, medical or other advice by a qualified professional. Guests in this podcast express their own opinions, experiences and conclusions. Nothing in this podcast should be used to diagnose, treat, cure or prevent any medical condition. Neither Pete Evans nor any sponsor endorse any views opinions or conclusions expressed or shared in this podcast.